This is the Maxlexia podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Laurie Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. Welcome, everybody. And I want to wish every single one of you a very, very, very happy new year. And if you're like me, you're just thinking, what the actual bleep just went down? Yep, 2020 just went down. And today I wanted to do a bit of reflections and some projections, both on a personal note for myself. And I also wanted to share with you some wisdom from one of my peeps who I had a conversation with about two weeks ago, 17 years old, and she just had some beautiful wisdom that really, I mean, honestly helped me get through some of the things I was grappling with and I think could be relevant to everybody. And very, very interesting as well from the perspective of, of a 17-year-old. So wanted to do a bit of that. So certainly we've all had our struggles and our challenges. There's not a single person in this entire world who has not had some struggles and challenges, myself included. Uh, a lot of sorrow, a lot of tough things, a lot of difficult things to go through. And yet there's been some beautifully, incredibly high moments of just sheer sheer beauty and accomplishment and wonderful things sort of very juxtaposed with with the really tough stuff certainly for any of you who've lost anyone or your health or anybody in your family my heart goes out to you that is truly the tragedy in all this but if you are safe and you have your health and your family is safe and healthy even though you may not be with them at the present time there's really nothing we cannot accomplish. And that's what I've sort of come to at this point. In terms of looking back at some of the things having to push through, I think the pandemic didn't make problems. It really did shine a very bright light on things that I think were already there in our lives that perhaps we were very easily able to ignore or to dismiss or to get very busy and not address in our lives. But I think the pandemic kind of lifted the rock and shone the flashlight under. And we definitely got to see some of the things in our lives that were perhaps not working very well before the pandemic. And now we really did need to face them. And for me, as difficult as those things are, I really do see that as a bonus and a positive coming out of this. But like I said, not easy. But not easy isn't always bad, right? I think that some of those things that we've worked through probably precipitated years, years if not lifetimes of things that we may never have addressed. So for that, I'm grateful. Certainly having um, myself, I just looked through my 2020 uh, journal that I had written myself a note last January 2020. And in terms of the things I was looking forward to accomplish this year, and I have to say I basically hit every target on my list, most of them. And I jumped in, I guess it was January, February last year, 2020, into my entire Maxlexia universe. And really, I'm not quite sure what I was thinking because I would never have had the time to do this in my regular life. And then come March, as we all know, the world shut down and I was given this beautiful gift of time. 
And I sat down for easily 10 hours a day, every single day, seven days a week for months on end. And I just poured my entire soul into my Maxlexia signature program that literally just channeled through me. Even now, when I look through some of the things I did, I don't even remember doing them. It just literally channeled through me. It is my life's work. It is my life's purpose. And I'm eternally grateful for the time that I was able to to have to do this and accomplish this this past year. So I that for me is my silver lining. That is what I am absolutely going to hold with me from 2020 as this beautiful gem of a creation that I had the time to make. Certainly, um, some of the other things that we are looking forward to, I think, for me personally, I've decided that I'm going to take a lot of the difficult things that 2020 brought and some of the things that came out of that, I'm going to assimilate those and I'm going to accept them, but I'm also not going to focus on them. I've decided and I'm determined to make 2021 the best year of my life. I wish for every single one of you the same thing, that you can look at 2021 and put everything of yourself, step up, live your true purpose, rise to your true potential and bring your best person forward. Be the best you you can be. So that personally is for me, where I'm at and what I'm thinking. I think we're all in a bit of the same headspace of exhaustion and and being tired and frustrated of, of a lot of this, but there is, a, there is a way forward and, and we will get there. And like I said, make 2021 your best year. And I really do want to share a bit of what I had in this conversation with this lovely, brilliant, wise 17-year-old a few weeks back. I, th- I think it started because I was really not feeling okay. It was one of those days. I don't know if you have them, but there are days where just I- I'm not feeling okay with all of this. I'm not, I'm not doing well. I'm struggling with this. And I was saying to her, I I told, I said that to her and she was feeling the same way. And I said, but how, you know, how I feel guilty saying that. How can I say I'm not okay? I have everything I need. I have food. I have a, a roof over my head. I have ability to access the internet and continue the business that I'm so happy that I'm able to, to continue to do. How can I say that when there are people working in ICUs, there are people working as first responders, there are people, there are people working in grocery stores who never thought they would be on the front line of a pandemic. There are people that are police, policemen and firefighters and social workers and people in the military doing all kinds of things that how can I say I'm not okay? I said, I feel really guilty saying that. And she said something very brilliant. She said, it's not, you're not to compare yourself to them. You didn't compare yourself to them before the pandemic. Don't compare yourself to them now. It's in comparison to your previous life. What were you doing? Who you're with? What were you able to have and do in your previous life that you are lacking and missing right now? That's why you're not feeling okay. And I thought, oh my gosh, exactly. She said, it's okay to not be okay. And I guess I realized I need to be gentle with myself and not so hard on myself. Not easy to do. I'm not good at that. I am very, very hard on myself. But a little gentleness and kindness with yourself, I think for all of us, allow yourself to say, I'm not okay. It's okay not to be okay. And for me, that's where our conversation began from there. Literally, she she began to talk about 
how she's feeling now with school and all, all her peers in terms of looking at your future. And I can't even imagine this, looking at your future through the lens of a pandemic. Everything that you sort of thought was important, studying for math or doing uh, your homework or getting good grades and getting to the right school kind of becomes um, insignificant in an existentially questioning way, I suppose. And she was saying they're all struggling with this and the amount of stress and anxiety in that high school level generation right now is through the roof, very difficult for them to manage. And I, and I was sort of delving into that and asking her why. And she said, basically, there's no up anymore. She said, our down is now our up. And that's pretty sad. As a teenager, that's what you're feeling and, and going through in life. And um, there's just no place to decompress. You're, there's, there's nothing to sort of keep yourself moving, even just those little things like going to the cafeteria at lunch with your friends or being able to hang out with your friends after school or on the weekends, all those little things that we do to, to keep ourselves motivated and to keep ourselves energized, to keep pushing forward, are, we're unable to do those. And certainly as teenagers who are very, very um, social beings, it's really, really all that's left is the stress and the anxiety and the work and the school life without any life to move forward through. And I just thought, wow, that, that was really, for me, well, it was sad to hear we discussed as well the fact that I think everybody's feeling the same way, that time is moving so fast. As long as this year has been, it has in some ways flown by. And I, can't, I, I we were trying to figure out why was that happening. I, you'd sort of think if you're sitting in the same place doing the same thing every day after day, that it would, that it would go very slowly. But I think that's part of it, was the, the sameness of every single day. There's none of those little guideposts of life that kind of make us realize that the week has passed or that was a nice week. We had a celebration or a birthday celebration, a wedding, um, did something nice, went to a nice concert or a sporting event. There's just none of those little guideposts to sort of mark time as we go through. So I think that was maybe what we came to in terms of the time of this sort of passing in the way that it has been and feeling that way. And that in combination, with very interestingly, in order to get through this, I think a lot of us are feeling that, myself certainly, and, and she was feeling the same way, that we've, we've kind of numbed our emotions. I think it's self-preservation. It's like a big shot of Novocaine to the emotions because you don't want to feel a lot of that pain. And I think that also means you're not feeling a lot of good because we're just trying to push through and survive and get through. And that was very interesting. I thought she coined it perfectly. I said, after this, we're all going to need to defrost our emotions. She said, we're all going to need a big pile of emotional rehab. And I thought that's perfect because we do want to start to feel again. We want to start to feel those little joys and feel the things that we felt before and see the things that, that used to give us pleasure and joy in our lives. Because really, other than that, there really is nothing to keep us motivated and energized to move through. So that was amazing. And then I sort of described it as kind of like a cartoon when they come running to the edge of the cliff and they go off the cliff and then they look down and realize that they're in the air and then they fall. And I thought, we're kind of at the edge of the cliff. And I said, there is another side. There's another side to the abyss. How do we get there? How do we get there? How do we take that step off the cliff and, and know that we're going to get to the other side? And I asked her, I, I said, for me, I sort of feel that it's given me some faith and some hope that there is the other side. And 
for her, she said, I said, what is going to get you to the other side? She said, will. She said, we have to get over it. There is nothing else to hold on to, but we have to hold on to get to the other side. I have the will to get to the other side. And for me, that really gave me a lot of energy to feel that people are thinking that way and that there's a way that we're going to get there and we're going to move across this abyss in whatever way we can. And I think I'm also really feeling that coming out of this, there's going to be some absolutely mind-blowing and crazy, amazing, incredible things coming out of people. I think we've pared away a lot of the unnecessary things in life. We've focused on what is important. We've adjusted things that really are the most important things that we need to do. And I think there's just going to be incredible, 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 amazing things coming out of this experience. Fantastic, mind-blowing things, life-changing things. To get to that place, I asked her, I said, what is it that we need to do to get there together? She said, we, we need some kind of a balance between the cynicism and misplaced optimism And we need the balance between those two things. If you're watching the news, you're seeing all this anger and frustration and and where we're at and we don't want to be here and we're tired and we're frustrated and we're we're, we're fatigued. And on the other side, you know, a a misplaced optimism that everything's going to be fine. Everything's just wonderful. Let's just not talk about it. We're going to get through this. It's it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. And she said, we need some kind of balance there that's realistic. And we need to have these, these difficult conversations and we need to discuss it. We need to see how people are feeling and we need to sort of come together to recognize that incredible, incredible, incredible things are going to come out of this. I really think that each one of us has a responsibility to put our best life forward in the coming year. And I think that energy together with all of us focusing on being the best we can be, on being our number one, is really going to propel us across that abyss, is going to get us to the other side. Mind-blowing, mind-changing things. The world is going to be different. It's going to be different. And, and I'm going to celebrate that because I think it's going to be an incredible, amazing thing. We need to appreciate the differences in all of us because of this, acknowledge that. And we want to move not from something that we just went through to nothing. We don't want to come out of this from something incredible like we've just been through into nothing. We want to come from something that we've all been through to something even greater. That is what 2021 is. That is what I'm excited to experience. And that is what I wish for all of you. Bring your best of you forward. Be your number one. Be your best you. And we will all get to the other side of that abyss. And it's going to be mind-blowingly amazing. I wish that for all of you, I wish that for all of us, and I wish that for the world. This is going to be an incredible, incredible experience. Let's get to the other side, and let's make it awesome. Peace out. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, or if you're looking for more dyslexia-related stories, resources, and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.